Okay, so we said we're like eight lines down. Okay, so the Mishnah said it sounded like two different things. Misha Yatsa Burishos, just to just to review the Mishnah. Person goes out, let's say Hatzal call. The Amrulai and they tell him where Ezus Hachaydish in those days. The Amrulai and they tell him Kvarnasis Maisa. So they say that whatever you went out for was already done. How much do you get? 2,000 amas. Now, the, the mashmais at this point in the Mishnah is that when you're told they no longer need you, that would be the same as if the action was already completed. That the din would be the same. Right? So if you went to Edus HaChadosh and you're, you know, you're outside your tchum, wherever, and, and you said you're Edus HaChadosh, you would get 2,000 amas from there. Sounds like it would be the same thing. And yet, what do we say? So Gemara wants to understand which one is it. Is it, do we say that when you did it, you get 2,000 amas? So, vafilu tuva. So that sounds like even, uh, you know, you, you can, uh, you can, even more than um, 2,000 amas. Okay? Really, we said that the only time you can, but we, what did we say? We said the only time you can go back to your house is when mivla tchuman, right? Is when, right, that's, we had the whole machlikas rabba and rabsimi, when could you go back to your house? We said if rabba wanted to say if it, uh, it, it, you know, if you're still in your original tchum, and the chiddush is, is that you weren't akar, that you are akar, that you decided to leave, but yet we're still going to allow you to go back to your house. Um, and uh, Rav Simi said that if you're, if you're muvla, right, if you're within 4,000 amas of your house, right, because the new tchum you'll get will be within, will be muvla, and the other tchum, then you can go back to your house. Here it seems to say, no matter if, even if it's uh, much more than 4,000 amas. What's, what are we trying to say over here? We're not coming to say that you get um, more space, but rather what we're saying is we're saying that you're allowed to bring your uh, weaponry, right? Whatever tools you use to do this uh, saving, okay? You can bring back to where you need. Now, what was the Gemara's kasha in general? Maybe we're talking about two different cases. Right, maybe one is talking about Dvar Metzvah, and one is talking about Tzalos Nefashas. Dilma lahatzil shiny. When you're going to be matzil, why did you even ask? Right, so there's two different, seems like there's two different points in the mission. One, one person going out for Dvar Metzvah gets 2,000, and then at the end we say you can be chayzer and Maybe it depends on what you left for. So, ela ikasha. Okay, so we'll ask a different kasha. Ha kasha, ditnan. What does it say in the Bryce Shaina? Originally, people that used to come to do Edus HaChadosh, they would come to volunteer for Edus HaChadosh. So they went, went up to Yushalayim, they went to Bezdin, they did their Edus HaChadosh, and they were stuck. So what happened? So he was masakin, okay, we'll give you 2,000 amas. Right, because then people, otherwise people wouldn't show up, right? If I know that... Uh, if, right, if I know that going to Yushalayim to be Edus HaChadosh means I'm losing my Shabbos, right? I'm going to sit, sit there twiddling my thumbs for the rest of Shabbos, I'm not going. Right? A midwife that comes to help deliver a child. Someone who comes to help from a band of uh, robbers, troops, okay? River from, uh, you know, collapse, fire, Okay, so again, we're re-asking this kasha, not based on our Mishnah itself, because maybe our Mishnah is talking about what the Rish is a mitzvah, and the Seifa 
is that Saul's Tafashis. And here, we're asking it from the Brysa, where it clearly says that what do you get? It says, Alpayim Lechol Ruah. And we said, and, and, right, so, and, and this is, this Brysa is an Eruv, right? It's combining cases of mitzvah and of Atzalos Nefashas. And if you look at the Sefer of our Mishnah, it says clearly, Okay, so from the Reisha, you write, the Reisha of our Mishnah, it's Lav Dafka, a strong question. But from this Brysa, it definitely is a question. So, Amarav, you with Amarav. So again, what are we answering? Like we tried answering in our, in our Brysa, right? We, we tried asking the Kasha, Stira Reisha and Sefer, essentially. We answered, oh, we're not talking that, we're not, the Sefer of our Mishnah does not mean that you can go out and you can go further than 2,000 Amas. We're just saying that you could come back with your clay zion, with your tools, right? Your weapons. If you went out, went out for war, you could bring your gun back, okay? Now, and now we're saying that we didn't like the kasha from Rishon and Seifa, so instead we asked from a Bryce, but our answer is going to remain the same. What is the Seifa, right? What we're saying at this point is, what is the Seifa of the Mishnah telling us when it says, kol hayoitzin we know that's not true. You only get 2,000 amas. You can't go back home. It means... That that you could, again that you could bring your uh, gun back with you. So initially, right, you came back from war, from battle, wherever it was, and they took their weapons and they put it. There was a room. They had a locker, a storage room, right uh, at the house or the first house next to the wall of the city. This way, they wouldn't have to carry it home through Rosh Hashanah. They wouldn't have to carry it home. Okay, so they, they'd get back to the city and they put it in the wall there. Pamachas, by right? One of the, they came back from battle and there were some stragglers, right? There was another uh, legion, right? Or regiment, regiment, right? That saw them and said, hey, we're fighting those guys, right? They chased after them. So they all quickly scrambled to get their guns back, right? They had already deposited their guns. They were about to walk into the city. They put it in the storage room, the gun storage uh, armory at the entrance to the city. And uh, they were going to go back for Shabbos. Now, all of a sudden, oh boy, they, there was a rush to go get your guns. Okay, and in the mad dash, okay, they crushed each other. And they ended up, because they were all running and, and, and there was a uh, stampede to get their weapons, they ended up trampling each other and they killed more of them than the Goyim. The, the enemies would have killed. So they enacted a takana saying that you uh, don't put your, your gun in the armory at the entrance of the air, at the entrance of the city, but rather take it home with you. Okay, and um, same, right? If you remember, we had the similar types of stories with the spiked, spiked shoes in Shabbos. And I said the same thing. It's not the war that kills, it's the hysteria that kills. Okay. Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak Amar, lo kasha. Huh? Lo Oh, right. That's right. We said lo v'nesrog. Rav Nachman bar Yitzchak Amar, lo kasha. Kan shenotzchu Yisrael. Es umasaylam. Okay, and now we're going to answer this theory differently. It depends, right? So in regards to whether you're allowed to carry your clay zayin home, Right, you said in the Bryce, uh, you only had to go 2,000 arms. And the other one, you said, we tried to learn that you could take it home. So it means like Kasha, Khan, it depends. So if we win, we van- completely vanquish our enemy. We subjugate them, right? There's no longer an enemy. So we have nobody to be worried about. So then you deposit your, your Klezai and your weapons at the entrance to the city. 
Okay, that if the Gayim beat us, so now there's still a danger. Right? We still have to be concerned they're going to continue coming. If we, lo- if we lose the battle, there's still a concern. Okay, Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Amar Ram, Nachrim, Shetzaro, Al Yaris, Yisrael. So if uh, um, the Gayim, so if they, right, if they siege a Jewish city, in Yetzmalem, the Zainan, you can't go out against them with weapons. You can't be Machalo the Shabbos. Okay? And uh, we have to see what this means. Right? They come to attack. So what does it mean? But Murim that we're not allowed to defend ourselves and go out with weapons. That's only when they come to be Tevea money. They try to get money out of us, so then we can't, we can't be Machal Shabbos, right? Because all they're coming for is money. However, if they're coming. For blood, they're out for blood. Then, of course, it's pikuach nefesh, and we can go out. Yitz in a land, but klei zayin, mechalon as hashabbos. Ubeir hasmuchel is far. And if you're on a border city, doesn't matter. If you love by aliskin nefasha, it's el al iskei tevin bekash yitzin. Right? Notice the border cities have to the extra vigilance. Right? So even if it appears that they're just coming for iskei tevin, still it's of such. If it's it's of a border city is of utmost strategic importance, and therefore you can't. Uh, you know, you, you got to defend it at all costs, even if they're just coming. Bavel has a din of a border city. Okay, and what are we talking about? The city of Narda. That is a city in Bavel that has um, specifically that we consider a um, border city. Okay, normally um, when we said border cities, we meant border cities of Eretz Yisrael, and we're saying that Narda has a din of a border city as well. I guess because there's so many, uh, um, <clears throat> there were a lot of uh, Jews there, and it served in between, there was like a Jewish area and a non-Jewish area, right? Jewish country, non-Jewish country, and because there were so many Jews there, it, the din Narda had a din of a border city that even if the Goyim were coming to attack it, or they were coming to just be Tevea money, you still could go out on Shabbos and defend. What does the Pasuk say? So the study from, from, from the city of Biri says, they, they told David saying, The Plishtim are coming to the city called Kila. They are plundering the threshing floors. Right, so what was going on over here? That Kila was a city that was near the border. And they, what did the Plishtim come for? They wanted money. They wanted uh, grain, right? They were plundering the, the threshing floors. They weren't coming to kill people. They were just coming to get our, our food. And, and, and David asked Hashem, Shall I go? Shall I go and kill these Plishtim? Hashem said to David, Go uh, smite, right? Go kill the Plishtim. What was David asking? So if David was asking if it's mutter or asr to go to war, so why did, he, why did David go to ask Hashem? He should have gone to the Chacham, right? The go to the Rav and the Rav Paskins for you. And says, yes, you go to war, don't. David was asking Hashem because he wanted to know if he was going to be successful in this campaign. Okay, so that Hashem, we see from the response of Hashem, Hashem said that you will, you will end up saving Keilah. So we see that uh, um, he was telling David Amelach that you will in fact win. Okay, Zakta Mishnah. So a person sets out, 
Okay, va'amad vira. So a person sets out, and he um, he's he's ready. Oh, I'm sorry, a person's traveling. Okay, and he stops. He sits down. Okay, he's kind of shvisa. Okay, and he says, okay, I'm going to spend my Shabbos here. And then va'amad vira, he stands up and he sees harayu samach ear. He sees that he's in toich the ibura shall ear. He's within the, um, we'll see, the extensions of the city, right? The confines of the city, not in the city proper, then he would have seen it, but within, within the, what we're going to see on, in the fifth parak is what's considered the Ibura Shalir, okay? That there's the extensions of the city. So he's sitting in the uh, in part of the city, right? The, um, like in the suburbs almost, right? Okay. And um, so the question is, do we say that he was Kainish Fisa? Now, what's the difference if you're Kainish Fisa in the city or not? City. You get, if you're kind of speech in the city, you get the whole city. If you're kind of speech in the outside of the city, you only get 2,000 amas. Right? So the question is, is he going to get the whole city or not? And his kavana was not to be kind of speech in the city. Okay, he cannot, okay, he doesn't get the status. Of course, he can go into the city if it's Teichus 2,000 amas, but what we mean by Lo Yikonis, Rashi explains is, Lo Yikonis Le'ir, Le'ir's Ka'anche Le'ir. Elohim, Makam Shechash, Cholay, Moedad Alpayim, Psiyas, Beninus, and Makam Shechalog Yikonis. Okay, that you do not get the whole city. You don't get treated as if you're part of the city. Deberet Meir, of Yehuda Eimer, he argues, he says, Yikonis. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, you do. You're like the Lamaisa, if you were kind of Shvisa in the city, it doesn't matter that you didn't intend to. Since you're Teich Shibur Shalir, you'll get, you'll have the status of the people of the city. I'm Rabbi Yehuda Meisa Hoya, Minachas Rab Tarfin, Belaim Eskav, and Rab Tarfin did in fact go in and he did not intend. Okay, so we see, it seems to be, uh, Rabbi Huda is trying to bring a raya from the story of Rabbi Tarfan that uh, even though he didn't intend to be Kanishis in the city, since Lamaisa he was, we gave him the whole city. Zok de Gemara. Tanya, I'm Rabbi Yehuda. So what is the story of Rabbi Tarfan? He was going on the way. And it got dark. Okay, and he ended up uh, spending the night right outside the city. Okay, the shepherds found him. Amruloi, the shepherds told him, Rabbi, listen, Rabbi Tarfan, you are Taka, you ended up being Kanish in the city. He <coughs> Kanish, uh, right? So, so go in the city. So Nichnas, he went in the city, he went to the base Medrash, and he was Deirish Torah the entire day. Okay, so we see that what? He went into the city. So Rabbi Huda wants to bring this as a Raya that even though Rabbi Tarfan did not. Um, recognized that he was Kainish Visa in the middle of the city. Since Lamaisa he was, he gets the whole city. However, Amrulai, the Chachamim or may respond back to him, who argue, said, You don't get it, Misham Raya. Number one, Shem Balibahaisa. Maybe, we don't know what he was intending. Yeah, maybe they woke him up and said, Go into the city, but maybe he really knew it was a city and intended to be Kainish Visa there. Or, a base Medrash, Muvla Haya. Or, what's the riot? Then he went to the base Medrash. Maybe the base Medrash was Teichis 2000 Amas. And therefore, well, nobody's saying you can't go into the city. You definitely get 2000 Amas. The question is, do you get the entire city plus 2000 Amas in each direction? But uh, maybe the base Medrash was Teichis 2000 Amas. And that's why Reb Tarfin went in. And uh, you, Reb Yehuda, have no raya from that story. Okay, Zuck the next Mishnah. Me, Sheyashan Baderech. So let's say a person fell asleep. He was traveling Friday afternoon and he fell asleep. And he didn't know that it got dark. Okay, so the question is, do you need to be conscious? Do you need to be cognizant in order to get 2,000 amas? Is tchum something that's only granted to somebody who has in mind to be kind of shvisa? But if you don't have in mind to be kind of shvisa, 
then you're not allowed to go at all, and you only get your dollar ounce. No, we don't know, but but we didn't we didn't say we didn't say that he he fell asleep before Shabbos. No, it was Lon. He he stopped. He you know he ate his Shabbos suda there. He sat there. He intended to have his two thousand amas there. And then he in the morning that just happens to be the story. In the morning, they woke him up and said, "Hey, by the way, you're inside the city." But he was kind of shvisa Friday afternoon regular. Okay, so here, right? So but here the guy fell asleep. All right, Benish Moshes. He fell asleep, and he doesn't know. So this is Machlekes. Okay, Rebbechen Benuri says that you have 2,000 amas in any direction, meaning even if you're sleeping, you're kind of shvisa. And they hold, you only get dalad amas. Okay, now it's mashma that when we say dalad amas, the chachamim shita here, okay, that this is going to be a three-way machlekes. When we, where I'm now, we're going to have a three-way, there's two separate things going on here. Number one, what happens if you fall asleep? Number two, what is the machlekes when we say a person's daladamas? What do we mean daladamas? So the chachamim say, the mashmas and the shiz of chachamim is you get daladamas in any direction. So you actually have a, uh, you know, a span of eight amas. I get four to the east, four to the west. I have eight amas. However, Rabbi Lezar Aymer, which we had, right? we had this in yesterday's stuff. What does Rabbi Lezar hold? Then no, you get four amas and you are in the middle. So you only get two amas on each side. Okay. And Rabbi Huda, Aymer, he says, no, you get four amas to any one direction. Okay, but he's different than the You could pick. Pick which direction you want your four amas in. As opposed to the Chachamim hold, you get four amas in both directions. Rabbi Lezer holds, you get a total of four amas, two in either direction, right? And Rabbi Huda holds, you get four amas, but only in one direction. Let's say you had two people. So two people... Um, right, are in whatever two people are in a position where they could only go Dalad Amas, but they're next to each other. Right, so let's say my Dalad Amas uh, uh, overlap with your Dalad Amas, right, right here. Okay, so the space right in the middle, we have an, an Amma overlap, maybe in Ba'ichan Ba'emsa, so they could have a picnic in the middle. Right, what we're saying here is that we don't say there's like havlas, these are personal. What, what is this? This is a personal Rosh Hashayachin. It's only for me. So yeah, I can have a picnic in the middle where our spaces overlap, but I can't take from your space and bring it, right? I can't take something from your personal space and bring it back to mine, even though the spaces connect or overlap. Now, let's say you had three people, okay? Me, Sender, and Itzik, right here. Tayyaf Dalanamas. And you are right in the middle of two. So you're two in mine and two in his. So then, okay, you are going to be, right, the middle guy is going to mutter with the outer guys. Right, so sender will be with us two. The inner guy will be with outer guys. Okay, however, because we're more than Daladamas apart, the, op- the people on the outsides, so we're more than Daladamas. Our Daladamas don't touch, so we can't have anything to do with each other. But, um, you know, sender, we could each eat our suda with sender over here. Okay. Amr of Shimon, Lama Okay, now this is going to get us into trouble later. But Lama Damar Daima, what is this compared to? Zuluzu. So let's say you have three chatseiris. Oops, Okay, so setting this case up, and I did actually, uh, you'll see on the note there'll be a picture, but 
Um, let's say you have down a street, right? You're walking, let's say, for instance, down a street, Rosh Hashanah and you have three uh, uh, courtyards, three chatzeris down the street, in linear, in, in, in line. Each chatzar opens to Rosh Hashanah right? But they also open inside. So they open on the outside and on the inside. Following? So now the question is, so since they open to the Rosh Hashanah so each chatzar can carry to Rosh Hashanah they don't need each other. So now the question is, on the inside, Similar to like what we're, what we're talking about here, when we talk about personal shayachid, which chatzeris, if they're irei, right? So let's say your two outer, you have three chatzeris in a line. One, two, three. Your two outers are irei with the middle guy. Okay, he muteras imahen. He is mutter to carry with the outer chatzeris. The muteras ima, and the outer chatzeris can carry with him. However, just like our personal Dalit Amas, only the people that are connected can transact, but the people that are not connected on the outside, even though it is a continual line, right? Even though it's a continual line, the outer people can't do anything with each other because their Dalit Amas don't connect. Okay? So that's what we're saying. Zakt the Gemara. Okay, but right now, don't worry so much about the because we're basically going to discuss, we're going to discuss this machlekes going back to the beginning of the Mishnah, not on personal tchum, right? What happens if a person is kind of shvisa, if a person falls asleep Friday afternoon, okay, and he is not uh, awake to be kind of shvisa, does he get 2,000 amas? Yes or no. But this, Rabbah says, this actually, this highlights a more important question, a different question. What does Rabbi Yechanan Rabbi Nuri hold? You get 2,000 amas. What does he hold? Mizbar kasavar chefzei hefker kainin shvisa. Does he hold that chefzei hefker? Objects that are ownerless. Right? Remember, if we saw the case by the fruit, if it gets taken out and brought back in, right, that it's mutter. So we see that objects, okay, objects can, are subject to their atchum. So now the question is, what happens if I have, so if I have an object that's my object, it belongs to me, so then it's going to, when Shabbos starts, it's going to get whatever the tchum is that I have, because it's mine, it's battle to me. But what happens if you have a chefzei hefker, right? There's something that doesn't belong to anyone. Okay, we're going to see, for instance, rainwater, say something like that, doesn't belong to anyone. Duh, is it kind of shvisa? Yes or no? When Shabbos starts, does it have its own, does it have its own tchum? Do we say that that water can't go more than 2,000 amas outside of where it's rest, resting Shabbos morning? There's a ball. It's sitting in Hefker. It doesn't belong. It's ownerless. It doesn't belong to anybody. Does that ball have its own tchum that if someone goes to pick it up on Shabbos, can they carry it based on where they're allowed to go? Or does the ball, does it have its own tchum that it's only allowed within 2,000 amas? So what do we, it does Rabbi Yechen, so from the, we're trying to be Madama. From the fact that Rabbi Yechen Manuri says that a person who's sleeping Mestama, he would be like a chefzei hefker because he's not, he's not having in mind. Just like a ball belongs to nobody, doesn't have it in mind. Nobody has das on it. So does he really hold that chefzei hefker kainin shvisa? Ubedinu deliflik bekelem. And really, he could have argued about kelem. Right? But why? Why did he discuss? Why did, we, why did he say his shita by an adam? Because Ladicha Kaikh de Rabbanon. To let you know the Sheetas Rabbanon, the Afagav Iglamer Hoyo Vinaya Kana, Yashanani Kana. Right, there would have been a Havin. Let's say they would have had a machikas about Chetse Hefker. 
Rabbi Yechemenuri would say a chatzay after a ball would be kaddish visa. Rabbanon would say it's not. Okay, but then we would be been able to say in Shisha Rabbanon, well, okay, that's a ball. It's an inanimate object. But maybe a person, yes, I understand it's like a chatzayafkar, but a person, if it was awake, could. So maybe even the Rabbanon, it could be Kainish Visa. Kamash Malon, no. Right? And that's why really Rabbi Yechemenuri really holds chatzayafkar, a Kainish Visa. And a, per, a sleeping person is like uh, it doesn't matter, it's kind of, it, it gets 2,000 amas. And the reason why we specifically argued in a person was to tell us that the Rabbanon would hold even a sleeping person does not, is not kind of shvitsa and does not get 2,000 amas, it only gets dalad amas. Right? Kamash Malon Deloy. Oidilma, or maybe, maybe Chetzei Hefker aren't kind of shvitsa, according to anybody. And I, why here by the person who fell asleep? Why is he kana? Since if, if a person was awake, he would be kanish visa. He would get 2,000 amas. So the fact that he's sleeping will say he's still a person who could be kanish visa. Masha Engain, a ball, an inanimate object that doesn't, that's ownerless, can't be kanish visa. So I'm going to tries, so this is the Shiloh, right? Does Rabbi Manuri really hold Chefzei Hefker Kodesh Visa or not. Okay? So Tashima, Gishamim Sheyorid Me'er Erev Yontif. Let's say rain fell on Erev Yontif. Yeshama Pain Amal Chol Ruach. So if the rain fell before Yontif, it pulled up in a bar somewhere. Okay? Middle, in Rosh Hashanah in, in, in So, right, Yontif, right? So you can carry it. So now we say, Harain, Kirag, uh, uh, you have 2,000 Amas in every direction. But be Yantif, if the rain fell on Yantif itself, so if the y- rain fell before Yantif, meaning when, when Bein Hashmashus of Yantif came, there was rain here, it's limited to 2,000 Amas. So what does that sound like? The Chetzei Hefker, right? The rain doesn't belong to anybody. It's clean as streets. It has 2,000 Amas. So be Yantif, if it fell on Yantif, and Kirag, they call Adam. Right, so therefore it wasn't around, so it's going to go after whoever picks it up. Okay, so it was never, it, it, so it could never be kind of shvisa because it wasn't around. So now, so then, if you hold it, Rabbi really holds that chetzei hafker are kind of shvisa, get two thousand amas hamani, get their own two thousand amas, and they are not, they don't go after a person. So hamani he. So now, who is this price? It's Rabbi Very simple. Who is the author of this b'risa? Okay, so we try to bring this as a raya to say that yeah, it must be Rabbi Yechanan ben Nuri holds chetzei hafker ar kainin shvisa. Yosef Abaya v'kamar l'shmaitza. So Abaya was saying over this gemara, I'm a layer of safra l'Abaya v'dilma b'kshamus muchal ir askinon. Whoa, whoa, one second. Maybe the rain in this b'risa is samach l'ir. And therefore, and they weren't really Hefker. Maybe these rains weren't really Hefker. People had them in mind. And therefore, not from necessarily from a Bilem standpoint, like who specifically owns it. The point is, like we planned on using this rain and therefore that it's, we don't view it as a Chetzei Hefker, this water. And therefore it would have Karagle of the city. Okay, and that's why it has 2,000 Amas. Because it's like anybody in the city. People living in the city that are cutting streets, how much do they get? 2,000 amas outside the city. So too, the water that's sitting on the outskirts of the city gets 2,000 amas. Okay, and maybe what we're saying is, chetzei hafgar aren't kind of shvisa. And these water, why did, why did we say that it has 2,000 amas? Because just like the people in the city have 2,000 amas, 
this water is shayach to them. And therefore you have no raya. Amar lay, to which he responded, um, So Abaye responded to Rav Safra. Doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. You can't learn the case that way. And we have two reasons. The Tanan, we learned in a, a Brisa. That if you have a, a well of water, so let's say well of water sitting on my property, that's going to go wherever my Tchum is, that's where the Tchum of this water is. Okay, we see that if let's say there's, there's, a, there's the water supply for a city, that's going to go based on the tchum of the people that are in the city, meaning they're going to get 2,000 amas. Okay. Okay, this is important. People are oil regel, so they're going through hefker. What is the tchum of that water? It goes after each person that goes to use the water. So a person is being oil regel. So who is going to, uh, the person who gets the water. So we see here, this sounds like, Chetzei Hefker are not Kainu Shvisa because it's going to go Karagli Mamali. Karagli Mamali is, is the opposite of Yesh Le'al Pa'ayma It goes not, it doesn't have its own Tchum, it goes after the person using the water. Vitanya, and yet we have another Bryce that says, Barshal Shvatim, the people Shvatim, going up to Eile Regal, Yesh Le'al Pa'ayma Ruach. So now this is a stira. The water in Hefker of Eile Regal is it go correctly Adam or has two thousand amas? Kashin ahadadi, it's a stira. Elalav, you have to say Shmami Nami Rabbeinu Menuri Rabbanon, and we see that Rabbeinu Menuri. We need a sheet to the whole that Chetzei Hefker are kind of shvisa because the water gets two thousand amas, which means it is kind of shvisa. And it, if there's if there's a sheet that holds that, it must be Rabbeinu Menuri. And therefore, when Rabbeinu Menuri in our case said a machlekes of uh, we had a machlekes if a person uh, fell asleep. And he said, you get 2,000 amas, it's lab davka only a person who fell asleep, but even a chetzei hefker would be kind of shvisa. Okay, he said, this is what Rav Safra, right, so they had this whole back and forth, how do you know the rain, maybe it belongs to the city, and we responded, no, because we have another steer in Bryce's, right, so just like we had this whole back and forth. So he said to him, Rav Yasef said, you don't have to go to the Stira and Brises to know that Rabbi Yechon Ben-Nuri holds, holds Chefzei Afrikan and Shvisa because from the first Brises itself, it must be when we said, when we, when we said, that can't have meant it belongs to the city because it, should, it wouldn't have said, if we wanted to say, rain fell before Yantif, it wouldn't have said it has 2,000 amas if the case was really that it's shayach to the city. It would have said, So, and the, we call it 2,000 amas. We see, you don't have to go to this other steer in the price. It's from that first price that you tried to bring a riot from. It's clear from the fact that we say water, rain that fell before Yantip gets 2,000 amas. It must be. It, it must be that it has its own tchum. Amar Mar. Okay, we'll do one more sugya quickly. Beyond Tamarei and Karagli Kola Adam. That if water fell on Yontif, it, 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 right, it was never kind of Shvisa. So it's going to go after, right, even in Rechem and Nuri, it's going to go after uh, the person that uses the water because the rain fell on Yontif, so it's never kind of Shvisa. So all the water comes from the Ukainis. 
right? So why don't we say there's Kainish Visa over there and you only get 2,000 amas from the Ukainis and then it, right, it evaporates. How, do, how does water, how does rain come? It evaporates. The water from the ocean evaporates and then it turns into rain and then it rains somewhere else. So let's say, not like Rebbe Lezer, to eat Rebbe Lezer, ha'amar kol ha'olam kulay mimimei kainis hu, shaysa, so it must be that all water does not come from the Ukainis. So Rebbe Yitzchak, we're talking about that on Erev Yantif, there were a bunch of heavy, thick rain clouds. So you know exactly where the rain came from. They didn't come from the Ukainis now. They came from those, from those uh, clouds that were sitting there right before Yantif. So, so maybe those clouds went, and these are other clouds. So we say, I can recognize, I know my clouds, right? I know cumulonimbus and the stratus clouds and my cirrus clouds. Okay, so I know all my different clouds. So I know exactly what the shapes and the form are. I'm very sensitive towards clouds. Or you could say that okay, or it's a suffix of the Bram, and therefore um, we're going to go lehakel. Okay, and that's why we're going to say it's correctly called Adam because we don't know, and we're going to go suffix the Bram lehakel. We don't know if if the cloud, the water came where these waters came from, and we don't know if these clouds were here before or not. But uh, we're going to go to Hakel and we're going to say that you can carry the person using the rain. I don't understand. Why isn't it Kanishvisa in the clouds? Right? So, okay, it's up in the clouds. You should have 2,000 Amas from there. Why, why, is, why do it go based on wherever Karagli called Adam? Again, if we're going to Yechan Benu Rashita, that rain, it should be Kanishvisa up in the clouds if, if, if that rain is there. And from the fact that we, it's not kind of shvisa, we should, we should know now that there's no tchumal ma'am. Let the rain water be kind of shvisa in the clouds, and you'd be limited to 2,000 amas from the clouds. Why does it say it's karagli kol adam? So the Gemara says, no. Really, there is tchumal above 10. It's not an independent water in the clouds, it's a cloud. And therefore, there is no rain. There's no water there. It's a cloud that has, it's balua. It's not nicker as a separate thing of water. Okay, so the Gemara says, really? <laughs> if that's what you're saying, it goes into Shabbos and there's no such thing as water. Kol shekein davenu noilad. Now I got a bigger issue. How could you use that water? It's noilad dasiri. Ella, you have to say, mayim ba'avim minayd naidi. That water in the clouds are moving. And in order for something to be kind of shvisa, like we saw by the boat, remember the case of the boat, it has to stop. It has to be stationary. So it's constantly moving. You don't have to say that the water was in these clouds and these clouds were there. Maybe the waters came. That maybe the water did come from the Ukinus. The water came from the water source. And the water, that water, you want to know why it wasn't a Kainish Visa in the Ukinus? Because the water is constantly in motion. Betanya. And we learned that Bryson, the Haras Hamaishchen, Umayanas Hanoivim, right? Streams and rivers that flow. Harein, Karagli Kol Adam. They are Karagli Kol Adam. They are not Kainish Shvisa. They do not, they, they don't have a din of stationary. Okay, so if my rainwater falls into a bar before Shabbos, that's stationary, that is Kainish Shvisa, right? But if my rainwater was going from the Ukainis to the clouds and then it rained on Shabbos, so you want to know why is the rain that came on Shabbos, why is it, even according to Rabbi Yechim and Rabbi Visa, why am I not limited to where that water came from originally, other kindness evaporated to the clouds that came down, why? Because the water was constantly in motion, and something that's constantly in motion is not, is not kind of its own Malcolm
quickly. Okay, so we were discussing the Mishnah. What is the safe in the Mishnah that said? It seemed like the Rasha in the Mishnah, and we brought a separate Brisa later that said that a person who goes for a Devar Mitzvah or for Atzalus Tavashis only gets 2,000 Amas from wherever he got either informed that the Mitzvah was done or he completed his action. Right, he did this So why did the safe of the mission say We said that it means that they can come back, they can bring their guns, their weapons back home, or their tools, or whatever they needed to be matzal. The Hatzala guy can come back with his Hatzala stuff, okay, even though he's carrying Shusharabim, that's part of the dispensation. Okay, now we said in regards to weaponry, Rav Nachman said it depends. If Yisrael, um, right, it, 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 that if the Yisrael where uh, you can't bring it back, right? That you are limited. If the Yisrael won, then you, uh, you only have Dalat Alafim, meaning you can't. We don't employ this Chol Hayyitzin Lahatzel Chayzin that you could bring your Kalim back to your house. Okay? Then um, we discuss what happens if, if the Nachrim siege the city for money. Are you allowed to go out against the Bibachal Shabbos? We said for money, no. Unless it's a border city, then you can. Okay, and we had the story with David. The Pelishnim that he was asking Hashem again, the Pelishnim came on Shabbos. He wasn't asking for Israel, or he wanted to know from Hashem if he was going to be successful or not. Okay, then we discussed the mission, discussed um, well, if a person was kind of Shvisa and he didn't realize it, but he was actually uh, in, right in the suburbs of the city, he was within the confines, the Ebor of the city. Okay, so the question is does he only get 2,000 Amas where he was kind of Shvisa from? Or in fact, when he recognizes on Shabbos, do we say that it's, we give him the entire city like Kibnei right? that he gets the city plus 2,000 Amas? And that was a machlekes from Meir Yehuda. Yehuda tried to bring a raya from the story of Rav Tarifin. We said the story of Rav Tarifin is no raya because maybe either Rav Tarifin knew or the base medrash that he went to. He tried to bring a raya from the story that Rav Tarifin went to the base medrash and he was darish there the whole day. Maybe um, the fact that he went there um, was, uh, what, maybe the fact that he went there was because it was teiches tchum. We said if somebody falls asleep, okay, coming bein hashmashas, they fall asleep. So the question is, can a sleeping person be kind of shvisa? Okay, the Gemara asks, we had a machlikas riyach menuri, that yes, he does, he gets 2,000 amas, he's kind of shvisa, the chum hold, you only get your dalad amas. Rabbi wanted to know, is this limited to a person falling asleep, or do we say that chetze hefgar are kind of shvisa? Is our inanimate objects that are not owned by anybody, they are ownerless, can they be kind of their own shvisa or not, or are they going to go bust or whoever finds them, whoever picks them up on Shabbos, are they going to go bust or the person? We brought a raya from the case of Gushamim Sheyardu, Okay, before Meir of Yontif, that it has Alpayim Ama, and we had, then we brought a Stira, right? We brought a Stira in the Bryces, and, 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 and we had basically two ways of saying. We, we used that to set the stage, to bring a Raya. Then we had a Stira in Bryces, right? We had a Stira in Bryces to say whether or not, um, uh, we, the only, and the only way to answer the Stira in Bryces was by saying that one sheet is Rebbe and one is the Chachamim. And therefore, according to either way you answer, either from Yasha, from the Lushan of the initial Brysa on its own, because it said Yeshla Alpayim, which means it's not, it, it means it was kind of Shvisa on its own, anytime we use Yeshla Alpayim, because if it meant that it was, it was, uh, it goes after the city, it should have said Karagli Ir. So either way you learn it, we know clearly that one of the two Rayas, you can pick either one, that Rebbe Benuri holds that Chefse Hefker are Kainashvisa. And then we just asked, according to Rabbi Yechon Ben are Kainashvisa. So we wanted to understand why is it not, why, why did we say in the Brysa that if it rains on Yontif, 
it wasn't kind of shvisa, it's karagli b'nei adam. Why was it a kind of shvisa? And the kindness and the clouds, all that. And that we said is because the water is in motion and something in motion is not kind of shvisa. And on the bottom here, you just have that picture of the shalosh chatseris if you wanted to see. Um, it's really, it's really going to be a singulator, but you see that the three chatseris are each independently open to Rosh Hashanah, so therefore they don't need each other, and therefore if between Chatzar 1 and Chatzar 2, Chatzar 2 and Chatzar 3, if the two outers, the two outside Chatzaris make an Erev with the inner one, according to what Rav Shimon says, the outers can use the inners, and the inners can use the outers, but the two outers cannot use, cannot, cannot, cannot share with each other.